This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Well, hello there, mindful listeners. Thanks you once again for being with us here at Mindful Medicine. And, you know, this pandemic that we've been in, I've heard, you know, a lot of different new sayings like, oh, this is my pandemic hair. In fact, my uncle, I didn't, I hadn't seen him since my father's 80th surprise birthday party. And that was October, 2019. And then of course we had a zoom and, you know, he had a high and tight and just kind of like a an older man's haircut and then his hair was back in a ponytail and he was like hey this is my pandemic hair and then of course we've heard things like covid 15 or covid 19 or gaining weight but this episode is all about being able to be in this pandemic that we are still in but staying fit and active and to help me with this i have molly zyntek she's a registered nurse at strong memorial hospital in rochester new york and she spent four years studying nursing and playing soccer so this is the person that we want to talk to today at the college of brockport after college she began her nursing career in the burn trauma unit at strong memorial hospital but soon transitioned to work as a covid nurse amid the pandemic wow molly thanks for being here Hi, Dr. Holly. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. You bet. Well, we're so happy to have you because, you know, first of all, I think that it's so important to talk about fitness in general. And I was a level two CrossFit coach at the uh, kind of at the height of when CrossFit was was happening. And um, I was an athlete as well, but ended up most like everybody else that I know that who, you know, took up this style of sport. <laughs> got injured and had a hard time recovering, you know, as I got older. But what I did with CrossFit, and and, and my listeners have heard me say this before, is that I, I kind of turned it on its head. And especially in my clinical practice, I was like, it's still important, I think, to be fit across different metrics, right? Can you have balance as you grow older? Can you have endurance? Can you have grip strength? So if you fall, you know, can you catch yourself? Can you have mobility? All of those things. Being fit in general, I think, is important, and especially when it when we talk about COVID, because we all know that there's this inflammatory reaction that causes more severe disease, right? This somewhat of a cytokine storm we've heard, and it in people that are obese or overweight are at a significant higher risk. So, talk about your experience. Would you becoming a COVID nurse during this pandemic? just to get us started. So being a COVID nurse was nothing to take light of. It was a very stressful situation, which we're still in right now. But with it being over a year now, we're able to, we kind of know what we're getting ourselves into, but it was just been very taxing and we don't have, we have the limited resources and we don't have, we just don't have the people, the everything, the doctors, the nurses, everyone. So, I mean, I'm sure as you know, as a former nurse, we're very, we're a very trusting profession. And I think one of the hardest parts about being a COVID nurse now is that we aren't able to almost with like uphold that trust and quality that we always have just because of how much we are limited on the amount we're in rooms, the resources we have. So being a COVID nurse on that aspect has just been very stressful and very hard. But the other sad part is, is that I'm seeing a lot of these people come in with very, that are struggling very hard with this virus. But in my eyes, I'm seeing their past medical history. And it's something that we can be preventing, not completely, obviously, but it's something that we can take steps with, with helping with making having less comorbidities, which would essentially not essentially not have COVID be so 
hard on the body and severe. Hard, severe of yeah. So when you say comorbidities, for my listeners, break that down for us. So I've seen an array of what we call comorbidities of cardiovascular disease, metabolic diseases, um, like diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, just obesity, asthma, COPD, like there's the list could just go on and on. But so these are things that people have clinical conditions that people have that make their bodies more vulnerable to a virus like COVID-19, correct? Absolutely more vulnerable. And then even when they're when they get that disease, it is the virus, it is harder for them to kick it. It's harder for them. I actually liked when you said the grip strength, it kind of is like almost like a metaphor is that these comorbidities are weakening that grip strength. Whereas if you didn't have these or the comorbidities were like lesser, like not as severe, you would have that grip strength to fight through this COVID and not maybe essentially not get it. Or if you did get it, have very like less severe symptoms of it. Okay. So this is people that are actually, we're talking about folks that perhaps are, um, have been infected or will be infected. And, but what about folks just that are hanging out in this pandemic? Like we all are. And like you said, it's been over a year now. Why is fitness still so important during these times? So I believe that it's just important to stay physically active. We're all in quarantine, not now, but at one point we were all in quarantine, staying in the same house, having your small bubble, staying physically active is going to help your mental health as well, which has skyrocketed through this past year for the amount of people that are struggling with your mental health. So just staying physically active, getting at least 20 minutes of exercise a day is going to help with your mental health, but also down the road, you're going to just keep up on that physical health and prevent those comorbidities from happening down the road. Yeah. So as you said, obesity is one of those things that is considered a comorbidity. So co like it is something that's going to increase your chance of not being well when it comes to COVID-19. Absolutely. And it's, and people were seeing that, okay, people weren't getting COVID only in the like later years, like 50s, 60s, but we are seeing younger people come in. Like we have 20 year olds and 30 year olds and their only comorbidity is just the obesity. So it's not just an issue for people later in life. This is an issue for people my age, 20 years old and and so on, the younger people to keep up on as well. Molly, another question I have for you regarding fitness is, of course, now I'm still in the fitness sort of industry and, and, and still being a coach in, in sort of my part-time hours of the day. Um, how have you seen the fitness industry adapt to this pandemic? So early on, I was seeing a lot of issues, like a lot of things of the home workouts, the Zoom workouts, people staying more connected, which obviously is is it was good when we had no no large fitness centers open no nothing open at all so that was something to keep us going but it's not enough i've seen the fitness centers now we need to keep these large fitness centers open because they are providing more spaces and they're sanitizing every all the time more sanitation stations they're separating the treadmills so i'm just been seeing in the physical fitness area of everything is just people adapting, which I mean, we've been doing for years and years adapting to the new situations, but especially now with COVID, it's just a different aspect. People are, the fitness centers are in coordination with the public health officials to implement strict guidelines of helping people get into gyms, staying physically active, but also doing it in a safe way. 
Yeah, definitely. And then what do you think about your thoughts on working out inside with other people? Um, as you said, you know, there, I think gyms are pivoting and other fitness studios are pivoting. How, what, what do you think about that regarding the health guidelines and the safety right now? As you said, we're in this over a year. What do you think about people going back inside and being in a class setting? So with my past history of like my physical fitness and being a COVID nurse, I know these risk factors. And the gym facilities, fitness centers are taking the proper steps and they're implementing these strict health and safety guidelines that as long as people are adhering to these set guidelines, it, the risk of, in, of sh- like spreading COVID, getting COVID are very minimal. As long as people are adhering to these guidelines, I believe that it's 110, 110% safe to be going into these facilities, properly working out and being able to stay physically active. Okay. You know, and it's, it's, I think, I think you're right. I mean, I think as long as we continue to adhere to the science, adhere to those, those guidelines. And I think, you know, and I know that you are pretty passionate around people's mental health as well. And you look for ways to raise awareness around, um, that, and, and that has also come up as an issue and a struggle during our pandemic. When we, there's, um, about two weeks ago, um, I have a big, very large side deck on, on, on my house. And there's a doctor that um, I work with, her friend, who's a nephrologist, but she also went through her yoga teacher training. And so I felt like it was safe enough for there to be about six or seven people from my office to come over and she conducted a yoga class. And the feedback that I got was that it was just, you know, obviously you can do yoga online. You can do yoga um, from a, uh, you know, computer. Um, but the feedback was that people were just so like uplifted because they were in a class together. They were, they just felt like being together, doing that activity. There was an extra oomph of endorphins and sort of, um, wellness really just, just being in the class. So I, I think that needs to be factored in as well. Correct. Oh, absolutely. I'm also a part of a smaller CrossFit area. And, but these, the only issue is it's not available to everyone. Are they amazing? Are they beneficial? Absolutely. We need that human to human contact of almost struggling together through a workout or relaxing together through a yoga session. It is something that is beneficial, but it doesn't reach enough people. It's fitting for who it fits, but we need to reach, we need to go beyond that. This issue is just beyond, we need to reach more people. And by having these larger fitness centers open with these guidelines, it's going to hit more areas of people, adapt for more people. And it's these larger fitness areas also have the equipment to equipment and it shows you how to do it. They have the apps of people are always there which will help people know what to do if they don't have those small groups to be able to do the yoga sessions, those smaller CrossFit sessions, going for a run, et cetera, stuff like that. Yeah. So have you seen changes? Um, now, I, I have. I mean, I guess I'll answer my question first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll popcorn it over to you. I have seen people obviously put on weight during this pandemic. I mean, I think there's been a lot of stress. And as you well know, diet, you know, when you look it up in the dictionary, it, it means habitual nourishment. But but food in our in our society is a lot. It can be comfort. It can be used as celebration. It can be used as a drug. It can be used as you know. It's very social. 
Um, and so I've definitely seen people put on weight, but I've also seen people on the other end where they've chosen to use maybe the found time of not having to commute or, um, you know, having to be inside more and not having so many social plans to actually engage in more self-care. What have you seen regarding trends, um, in this time? So personally, I've just seen it with, so being in the hospitals a lot, it was very well known if not more than the general public, a lot of the people that I'm working with were putting on the extra weight, the stress weight, just the having to do a lot. And so the trend that I was seeing is that, at least in my work area, is that we were holding people accountable. It was, we were, like me and this one coworker, we message all the time, like, oh, should just showing new recipes, healthier recipes. I think with not having more time, was allowing people to share recipes, getting things out and more communication and more awareness between people of how to eat better, be better, and knowing that they might not have access to these fitness centers, that they need to hone in on their nutrition. So I just think there's just overall been an over, like more education and awareness of how we need to be eating in our diets. I definitely, and I like I said, I think it's so important. And you know, it's never too late, right? You've got been in it for over a year and it is never too late to just start um, understanding more about moving, about nourishment, about you know getting out of this even stronger because I think there's silver linings all over the place, right? We have to look at them. We've everybody's been through so much and are still going through so much. I mean, the price folks have paid of losing jobs or having to you know stay home with children who couldn't go to school um, t- tremendous amount of stressors for folks and sometimes self-care takes uh, a hike when all of those stressors come in but it's never too late to to get moving what are some of the best things what are some of the points that you could give people regarding um, the continued pandemic because obviously in different states it's different regarding the mandates but we are opening up a little bit more but there are some still some restrictions and also I think there's everybody has their own risk aversion right some people are like you know what I got to get out there as soon as I can I, I almost don't care what people say and then other people are like you know what I haven't been vaccinated yet um, uh, or you know I'm still a little bit wary I, I'm going to be inside what are some of the tips you can give my listeners for people that um, need to get a hold of their fitness um, but are still confined to the home? So, Ed, like you said, it's going to be different for every single person. And I think personally what you need to do is you need to find that niche, that something that makes you feel better, that makes you feel, okay, I, I got my workout in today. If you're still confined to the home, there are these apps and these resources that you can look into that will help you to know what to do. But even, I I know it depends on the area and the region you're in, but I'm in New Western New York where it is still very cold. But if you are still confined to your house, it is, it is available to just go outside, get that walk in, get that 20 minutes of the walk in. I think just what's crucial is that everybody finds there's something we all need, whether if it's for your physical or your mental health, Everyone needs to find that certain thing that that provides that for them. So like even for our mental health, something that I have learned is personally, I need my physical fitness for my mental health, but there's other people out there that they just need a minute to themselves. They need to sleep. They need to dance. They need to sing. They need to do et cetera of things to help their mental health. And I think for everyone, we just need to find what that is. You need to be more in tune with your body to know, okay, this is this is something that makes me feel good. You get that 
that that almost runners high every time you do it. And I feel as if it's just important for everyone to be tuned in and knowing what that little niche is. All right. So the so from a COVID nurse and Molly, all of your work going from a burn and trauma unit, which is that's pretty intense, then to being a COVID nurse, talking about fitness, how important it is. And I think what you're saying is that get tuned in, feel what's good for you, whether it, you know, even walking around the house. My grandmother um, uh, lived in Sycamore, Ohio, and she was an avid, she was fit her entire life. And even when it was blistering cold, I guess maybe that's an oxymoron, but blistering cold out, she what she would do is she would count her steps throughout the house. She would go all around the perimeter of her house, go downstairs, around the perimeter of downstairs, go back up the stairs, and and she would walk her two to three miles a day just in the house. <laughs> so she had that. And so, you know, and you can use, it's really, it's simple too, right? You can use your body weight. You don't need a lot of accoutrements. You can do squats, right? Air squats. You can do push-ups. And if you haven't and if you haven't ever done a push-up, you can start by doing push-ups on the wall. You can. There's so many resources online. But I think what you're saying is, folks, if you haven't been moving, get moving. It's going to decrease your um, vulnerability to not only COVID-19 but any other uh, virus that is out there. We've I've heard experts on the news saying, "Hey, we will have another pandemic." Um, so let's take what we've learned and really turn it inside. And you know, sometimes we can point the finger at the virus, right? But it's that old adage, Molly. If you're pointing the finger at at one thing, there's three pointing back at you. So we have the um, the ability to do things even under these extraordinary circumstances. I really want to thank you so much for your time. I think the message is very very clear, folks. Um, if you can get out and pay attention, as Molly said, to those um, standards that these larger gyms and, and fitness studios are doing, they're opening up, they're creating a safe place for you to go back and engage in your fitness, and if not. If you're home, keep moving. And if you're not moving, start moving and find what you love, right? Absolutely. And like you said, this is not, this issue of our overall well-being is not something that's necessarily new. It was just COVID has brought this to the front burner. It has made things more aware, made people more aware that we need to keep moving and we need to keep keep moving forward to help just lessen this, this virus effect that it's having because it's having such a big effect on people. Yeah. And you on the front lines, you know it well. Well, Molly, thank you so much for being here. Mindful listeners, as always, thank you. And please stay safe. We'll see you next time.